I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more and then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. So I'm back after a little break. I had to take some time out just to tend to something that needed my attention. Um, But I am back today with an episode in which I'm going to talk about why I created my signature programme, Flourish, and why I believe the work that we do in Flourish is so life-changing. And when I say life-changing, I don't use that term lightly. Whilst this isn't your typical podcast episode, there's so much crossover into the wider discussion around the notion that living with a chronic illness equals a limited and smaller life, and the idea that in order to live a good life, or even dare to have ambitions and dreams, you first must be healed, cured and symptom-free. If you think about it, how many times have you heard, said, thought or believed that If only I didn't have X, Y or Z, then, and only then, would I be able to do X, Y or Z. Or how about, I can do that thing I really want to do when I'm better and my illness has gone away. For me, those beliefs and many others like it used to be deeply ingrained in my psyche and the way I went about my daily business and any future plans I tried to make... (laughs) I'd go as far to say that chronic illness felt like a bit of a dirty term to me. The general social understanding of what living with a chronic illness means and how living with a chronic illness can often be portrayed by chronic illness fellows both had their parts to play in me wanting to disassociate. 
and I'm not sure if I've admitted, admitted this before, but within that disassociation was also this kind of inner hope that I was some sort of anomaly. And I was a person who would one day beat the system, who would also discover how to rewire my DNA and forever cure, quote unquote, myself of my full body eczema. It was as if I felt like no one else knew what they were talking about. And when I say no one else, I mean perhaps the doctors that I had seen or the specialists that I had seen. And that might be because I never felt understood by them, or which is really unfortunate, or that when I was going through topical steroid withdrawal, I was told that I didn't know what I was talking about. And my trust in in the kind of system-based professionals was lost. But also because it, within the last, say, 10 years, I think that there has been, well, we all know that there has been a su- such a boom of these kind of chronic illness poster girls or boys because when we look at it you know anyone worth their salt has again quote unquote cured their chronic illness by eating a plant-based diet or by getting a special gadget for their home that tells them you know where the highest levels of emf is are around the around the house or by cold water plunging every day or by adhering to a regular yoga practice or running or whatever and I would love to I really want to say right now that I am absolutely not poo-pooing any of these things because when implemented as part of a wider understanding and plan they can and they do do wonders but what I'm asking us to question is the expectations that we put on any one healing practice, on any one lifestyle practice. Because the way it's sold is that these these kind of holistic practices are almost sold as quick fixes now, whereas it used to be medications or supplements. Now it's plant-based diets and cold water plunging, for example. And in this kind of mindset of feeling like I could beat the system or feeling like I I didn't have a chronic illness, even though I totally did, or by saying to myself that I could only do a certain thing once I was better or once I was healed. Somewhere along that line of me not allowing myself any of the things that I wanted because I wasn't yet healed or cured or allowing myself to admit that I had a chronic illness of somewhere along the line of considering the possibility that the rest of my life would amount to a continuation of the way I was feeling in that moment i.e. not very good at all, of using all my energy on basic survival and getting by 
and of my world becoming smaller and smaller, I ask myself the question, what is it that I am actually working towards and hoping for here? Because I think that got very confused. Was I working towards being completely symptom-free so that I could get on with living my life or so that I could get my life back? Or was I working towards simply living? And it's one word, and I say simply, but it holds so much. And this was the really hard bit to swallow, because being symptom-free or healed or cured is not a requirement for being able to live your life. Just let that sink in for a minute. Being symptom-free, healed or cured is not a requirement for being able to live your life. If right now you're thinking about all the manifestations of your chronic illness or condition and how they genuinely make it very difficult or impossible for you to do the things you want to do and live your life, I want you to know that I hear you. Believe me when I say I've been there. But what I also want you to know is that there is a way through. It's not an exact moment or a single change or shift. It's a series of events and a growing and a developing and an openness to the possibility that life could be different for you. And it's a commitment to yourself that you are wholeheartedly in for it. As I embarked on this phase of my healing journey and would later come to put what I'd learned into creating Flourish, there are some things that I fundamentally knew. This new phase and later on this programme, Flourish, couldn't be about living my life regardless of the symptoms and the way I felt. It couldn't be about saying that I had to buckle up and get on with it when all I felt like doing was hibernating. And it certainly couldn't be about positive mindsetting my way out of feeling shit. It had to be about using the intelligence of my chronic illness, my lived experience and everything I'd learned up until that point and continue to learn now to influence how I moved forward. It would require me to step back and give myself, my symptoms and my feelings space so that I could truly listen and understand them rather than trying to jump in and react in the moment with a fix-it attitude. It needed to be centred around completely tuning into my body and the information that's continuously passed to me via my chronic illness. It needed... I needed to learn how to accept my whole self, chronic illness included, and surrender to the idea that I didn't need to cure myself into living my life. I needed to give myself the gift of believing that I could realise my dreams and ambitions at the same time as living with a chronic illness, and that I could honour both parts of myself equally. It had to be completely based on me, my body and my mind, plus the life I wanted to live. All the rules, the shoulds and the status quo would need to take a back seat. And in that, I built a ladder that step by step helped me climb out of living in the survival cycle 
and in a place that had me convinced that life for me would be completely controlled and dominated by my chronic illness. Unless, of course, I was able to crack the code of being able to either completely control and dominate it. Either way, it was control. If right now you're seeing a mental replay of you feeling exactly how you feel now, but also trying to do all the things you've got pinned to do for when you feel better, and you're feeling anxious or exhausted at the mere thought, I want to reassure you that that's not how it plays out. Because somewhere along that ladder, something magic happens. I put it down to a combination of the emotional, energetic and physical shifts that take place as you move through this work, which I think I can summarise in one word, and that is healing. It's different to past experiences because you won't say, I stopped eating sugar and I got better, or I meditated every day and my symptoms disappeared when people ask you what you've done. It will be a gradual process of your symptoms reducing of your chronic illness being less easily triggered, of longer gaps in between flares, of starting to really mean it when you say you feel well, of feeling freer within your body and mind and feeling happier and more energetic and anything else that comes in between those things that you might associate with what healing means to you. And whilst this is by no means a promise or a guarantee, and because you've listened to this far, I know you'll hear me when I say that this is not about curing your chronic illness, because that's not a thing. It, what it is, is a way for you to tap into the intelligence of your chronic illness and embody what it's telling you. And then to experience the magic that happens when you do. If you want to find out more about the details of Flourish, about the stuff we'll get to work on together if you think it's for you, and if you want to ask me any questions about the programme, just head to my website, alanaholloway.com forward slash flourish. And I look forward to speaking to you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realise we actually need. What would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side? What would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.